What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Do Good Podcast. You're about to hear me have a conversation with two of my favorite people, Prod Ra and Golden Boy Manny. Those are the titles that they go by as artists, and I've known these guys way back since high school when Manny created Exit the Premises, a hip-hop collective that we're all a part of, including other Chicago-based artists such as Solo Cello, Credit, Vela Villain, and Jay Rio. And this conversation is really personal to me because I've seen these guys since Ra was in his dusty basement at his parents' house making beats to now he's all over the city in various high-level studios being managed and mentored now by Superboy, who's a Chicago music legend. Manny, I saw him going from making music videos with the rest of the crew on a YouTube gaming channel to now securing a spot at Lyrical Lemonade Summer Smash, a very influential Chicago hip-hop festival, including, you know, all over the U.S., but we talked about everything I just mentioned, including Manny's newest project, Bet On Me, some interesting stuff Raw's gone into with other artists, and uh, just a bunch of stuff that makes them unique individuals. So let's get right into it. Whoa, we're here today again at the Do Good Podcast, official Do Good Podcast. I say a lot of people on the podcast that I bring on, I'm like, oh, this person is my friend. This person I'm close with. This person I know. <laughs> But you guys are really some day ones, for lack of a of a better term. So mm-hmm. I'm here with Golden Boy Manny. What's up, guys? And Ra, Ra Ra, <laughs> how you doing? Ra, it's not that serious. Ra, it's not that serious. Yes, I'm here with Ra. It's not that serious. Maybe let's just do a little quick introduction. Okay. I'll start. Hi, my name is Ra. I'm a producer, engineer, artist, and I'm one of the best producers out of Chicago. What's up? I'm um, Golden Boy Manny, Manny GB. It doesn't really matter, to be honest. I'm an artist and a producer as well. I do some engineering. Yeah, I just really like to make music. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Talk about Victory Lane for a little bit. So <laughs> what okay. is Victory Lane? How did you guys get involved in Victory Lane? What do you do there? Who have you met there? So Victory Lane is um, our homie Frank. It's his spot. Last year when I started meeting a lot of the people that were very important to the process of Bet On Me and like where I am now in my career, that was like my first stomping grounds with them pretty much. I mean, being a producer, you're kind of always at a studio. How did you I... discover Victory Lane though? Like what? Producing, honestly, because like I was, I was making beats at just like other studios. Mm-hmm. Um, we just kind of formed a family. We started meeting everybody else that was part of the, the Victory Lane team, and like it was just a really a seamless addition. Like Outside of the music, everybody there is cool. Everybody there is family. So like, yeah. Is that like what makes the studio good, though? Because you could be at a studio with any like mm-hmm. people, but you develop relationships with the people that run the studio, that frequent the studio, and yeah. then it becomes more of like... That's also how you get a lot of opportunities, too. Just locking in with the people that work there. They don't necessarily know what you got going on. You don't know what they got going on. Like You might be with them and you guys might make a beat or like do whatever make society blah, 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 and all of a sudden that's in some artist's hands things like that literally can happen all the time when you're closer with the people at the studios you frequent relationships is just like a super big part of it because like people just come through it's a studio there's always an artist or somebody like some a and r that's bringing their artist or come come over here help me make this beat or what do you think about this and then now you you are a part of a production going to go to some artists that is super big i think people don't really realize this it's important to actually have that real relationship with the person fake relationships 
don't never last. last. You know, like I've had pretty poor relationships with uh, artists in the past and, you know, we don't work anymore. And like, I'm not going to like force myself to be like, you know what, even though you finesse the shit out of me, I'm going to still work with you because you have whatever going on for you. Yeah, exactly. So you guys just mentioned two things. Let's talk about the future Kings <laughs> incident. <laughs> Let's let's talk about it though. Let's talk Man. about it though. So <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about it. What is there to talk about? <laughs> so so th- there's a little bit of a story. There's mm, mm, how mm. did they try to <laughs> get the best out of who they created the song with? Uh, this is not this the Future Kings. This is just a uh, recording of history. Yeah, yeah. No, let me. This is this is this is exactly what happened. I'm not even going. No cap. No 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 BS. So basically, the Future Kings. This is a group of dancers and. So you know they're 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 working they're doing they're doing their dance thing and they start to make music. So um, I guess they find me on YouTube and they hit me up and they're like, "Yo, let's uh, let's work." Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, I'm not I'm not gonna say no. So you know we start working for some months. What do you mean you're not gonna say no? It was just uh, like, well, oh, it, like yeah. it's a decent opportunity. Why yeah, not? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like especially at the point I was young. You're still so young, bro. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> yeah, but like I, I don't know. I don't. Bro, how old are so you? Eighteen. Okay, keep going. <laughs> at that point, I was really only working with my close friends at the time. And, like, anybody else that was trying to work, obviously, I was going to work. So, I, you know, I sent them beats. And that's the one thing people don't know is they think that Three Vets is like, oh, that's also the song Three Vets by the Future Kings. Three Vets. So that that's the song the Future Kings made. Mm-hmm. Um, How many total streams bet. did Three Vets get? <sighs> Last time I checked, probably, like, 150 mil. And it was on a whole bunch of TikTok dancing videos. Yes, like Shaq... Brownie, Justin. Do you think more people listened to Three Vets through TikTok than they did through streaming platforms? Huge song. TikTok is literally one of, if not the main reason that seventy percent of music today gets put on. You think so? Yes. That's a what? What? What what would you say about the year? Oh, it's definitely a majority, bro. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Um, In terms of in terms of artists that don't have anything going for them yet, and then they get something going for them. Like the thing that makes something go for them, over all other things, TikTok does that more than anything else. Mm-hmm. That's why I believe. Really? That. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I knew it was really busting when I was on Instagram, and one of the meme pages, one of the little meme pages that I follow, posted a meme with the song in it, and I was like, the first moment, oh, what? And guess mm-hmm. what that video was? A TikTok. That goes to say, like, yeah, I would say probably not seventy, but definitely fifty percent. Okay, okay, let's continue the story. So. This song blows up on TikTok. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you're like, whoa, I'm going to get paid. This is a lot of plays. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Part two. Shout out Superboy, Freddy. Shout out Good dude. my manager, Noah. And the biggest shout out goes to my lawyer. You know, the song dropped and I had no clue what any of the like technical PROs or like I had no clue about any, any of that sort of stuff. So like if you ever hear somebody talk about like BMI, ASCAP, Sound exchange, that sort of thing they're talking about, a PRO. That's how people get paid off the royalties. So the BMI checks, that's like one big part of a producer, especially an up-and-coming one, because the advances are so low. Like, the first song I produced for them was called Kangsta Walk, and that one had its little, it had its little buzz, too. I didn't get paid for that. I got an advance, but $150 advance? That's Not nearly what you should. No, not nearly what I should at all. This is what made the situation kind of sticky, was the fact that they tried to, like, treat me 
like we were cool. I don't know. I was cool with them. Like it to me, anyways. Like that's as what far it seemed as you like. were concerned. Yeah, you guys as far were as cool. I was concerned, like we was cool. Like you produced a whole bunch of stuff for them, all yeah. the different types of stuff. Yeah, you had a working so, like, relationship. Yeah, yeah, we were definitely like working all the times. So I was always making different stuff for them. And then you know they're like, yeah, like we're gonna get you this, we're gonna get you that, get you this chain. Get you. Everything is going smooth. Blah 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 blah. I don't even worry about the gangster walk shit because I'm just like we're cool. Like you know, like it's just gonna it's music. Literally, we'll get that. We'll get it figured out. For the people that I, that I work with closely, that's generally how it goes. Like, we don't even worry about paperwork. It's literally just the music. Like, and when it comes to that, it's literally like, all right, we just split it evenly between everyone that's involved. There's no more conversation about it. Manny was like, you're only getting 1% of the song. I'm, I'm going to take it because at the end of the day, I want the music to come out. I don't, I don't care about none of the sticky situation, that sort of stuff. Like, when it comes to them, they were definitely on some just, just business. We're going to finesse you for this beat. That was kind of the vibes I got because I was definitely getting persuaded by like, like I said, like Jane. They brought me to like this event and all, all this other stuff and tried to butter me up, that sort of thing. And uh, So they kind of like put you in their circle a little bit and... Yeah, like... They wanted you to maybe feel okay with not getting paid getting paid yeah. yeah and and you know you know you, you see that the little shit like the chain and like, oh bro i'm gonna give you i'm gonna like if the song makes this much i'm gonna give you five racks or whatever and and he's reassuring me like yeah like we got you so i'm like okay cool long story short i'm like so where's the money i'm not getting any statements i don't have any bmi anything i don't have anything and it was a lot of back and forth between lawyers and management and trying to figure out percentages and eventually we worked out a contract and everything was smooth like i said i'm about the music so i was like okay whatever like i'll take the 10 or 15 percent or whatever like i'm just trying to i just wanted the music to drop um i don't want to have to take the song down it wasn't like easy and even my lawyer was like, yeah, like, this is not normal. Like, normally producers get, like, 10 15%, and then they just get a fat advance. But the advance for Three Vets was zilch. There you go. Well, there you go. That that's a, that sums up the story pretty much. Okay. <laughs> uh, bet on me. Mm-hmm. Your most recent project. Yes. This project and the process of creating it has helped you meet all kinds of people. Yeah, it's, man, it's been honestly pretty fucking crazy. Like, Ra produced a lot of the songs. Yeah, Ra has production on like five, six songs. Stream, I need help. It started when um I met Sheriff pretty much. These are like core people in the making. Yeah, of these are this core. Project. Now at this point in time, Sheriff and, and CEO are are my managers. I met CEO kind of through Ra. I sent him Once Upon a Time, which was my previous project. I sent it to him, and it took him, like, a month or two to listen to it. But when, I, when he listened to it, he came around. He's like, bro, like, this project is so hard, blah, 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 blah. And mm-hmm. Sheriff came around after I made a song to one of his beats, and he was like, oh. And he started sending me some more. I just kept sending him songs that he thought were good. And then he came to Chicago um, to visit, and me, him, CEO, and this guy, we all linked together for the first time. That was pretty much the start of everything. It just started with me making songs with these new people that I was trying to work with. But we made so many songs that we took some of them, formed it into a project over time. It was no bet on me idea going into it. I named the record that because I want people to know that they can. I wasn't gonna say I was disappointed, but I was just I, I wasn't. Doing, like, they were all amazing songs. Yeah, but I was you just were like, like, "Where's I've, the new I've songs?" Kind of heard, I've kind of yeah. heard of these. Yeah. That's the that part about being my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the project oh, comes man. out, you've already heard it. Dang. Yeah, you already heard everything. <laughs> so let's talk about Summer Smash. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Summer Smash, amazing. You mean you mean? Law's gonna Bounce DJ. Manny's gonna perform. Yeah. 
on yeah. the flyer, super duper official. Yep. Not because I tell people sometimes about Summer Smash, and not everybody knows what Summer Smash it's is. Mar- so. It's primarily a rap festival, so if you don't really listen to hip hop or like rap or things in that general realm, you probably won't know what it is. But it's basically one of the biggest festivals for that genre. A super culturally influential Chicago yeah. rap yes. music mm-hmm. festival. Very, very important music festival, especially in the city. Hosted yeah. by Lyrical Lemonade. Yep. Cole Bennett, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the way I have it written down here is like, because you've said it yourself, people be like, how? Mm-hmm. No, 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 it's real, bro, because like. <laughs> yes, it's definitely uh, real. Then here comes the how person. So um, what is the. To the how person. Sometimes it doesn't really have to do with things you would think. You can be a very talented artist and not end up on the lineup. It's not always even that. It's timing. It's how many people that are important or influential in that circle. Or the creation of that festival. Yeah, or the creation of that festival. Or just like, there's friend groups in the music community too. You it, gotta connect with the right You gotta connect people. with the right people. Mm-hmm. You have to be genuine more than anything. Shout out like, People really, really, really care if you're genuine and i i never realized that before shout out jake i love shout you out jake. i love you jake you're you're a real ass nigga bro and, you, and ko also ko is man that guy don't get me started on that guy who's jake and who's ko just very quick jake he's cool. he's part of the little uh part of the lyrical team ko does he does it all he's just like a creative genius but he's yeah. focusing mostly on um he does a lot of the visual effects for for the lyrical videos and they just like heard the music. You clicked it, like, with the right lyrical people, and you had a genuine yeah. They heard the music. They, they really fucked with it. Like I kept, them. I kept hanging out with them because they were around the people that I was always around. And eventually, I just started being around them a lot. If people really believe in you, they won't be afraid to say your name somewhere important. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a mix of people fucking with me as a person and also thinking that I have something unique to offer musically. Manny can sugarcoat it and be like, oh, good music. At the end of the day, good music. You know, obviously the relationships and all that, that, that's obvious. But like, if you make good music, you're you're never going to fail. I truly believe that that's just what it was. Just a mixture of like, good music and also Manny's not an asshole. So like, you can get along with him. I'm really excited just because like, I get to just perform with like my brother and just like literally just like all the songs that we've been working on for so long we can just like showcase them in a way that's not an apple music link you know Mm. and like i'm super excited for him too because this is just gonna be like one of his first like bigger shows definitely the biggest yeah the biggest don't show do not don't do not fucking cap it's just insane to even think about like you see those flyers and you're just like it's more unreal than anything, especially because I literally remember the last show I went to, and I told myself that this is the last show I'm going to go to if I'm not performing or backstage. And since then, the only shows I've been to, I've performed at or I was backstage. Exactly. These mics weren't craned. I would drop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no okay, so one more thing just to kind of like bring up out of the notable things. Of course. Um, Talk about your guys' relationship with Superboy and like how he's influenced the way you guys do things, and or maybe just how he supported you. And you mm-hmm. know, I'll start because what I'm gonna say probably isn't as um, lengthy as what Roz's gonna say because you know that's, that's Roz's manager. Super's always been really cool. 
I, I really appreciate him because, like, he always gives good feedback and also very good constructive feedback. His creative process is, like, very interesting, and he always has a lot to offer just in terms of ideas. Like, he's really quick A wealth of ideas. Yeah, he has a wealth of ideas, quick-witted. From the times that I've been in the studio with him, the way he thinks about music is, like, a little different. I remember, oh, God, the, the very first time I did acid and i was at manny's house and i walked home and i listened to doo, 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 doo. i can't even do it right but the chance to rapper a song with superboy and they're giants and they're like oh no 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 neat no 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 neat no that's that was Classic. to me i was like in terms of just you listen to a song and it makes you feel a certain way mm-hmm. that just had a heavy influence on me yeah it was yeah, hitting so, different. Yeah, it was hitting different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Ra, tell us. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where to start. I mean, Freddie has literally, like, taken me under his wing for as long as I can remember. It's so funny how we even, like, met. Um, literally, I was making a beat, and I get a notification on Instagram that Superboy, like, started following me. And I was like, oh, that's super raw, like. Chicago legend. Super boy, super raw. Yeah, literally, like, just, okay, like, this is crazy, like, let's work. <laughs> like, I, I don't know, like, you know, it, it was the same thing with the Future Kings thing. When these sort of things happen, like, I feel like everybody's program response is just, wow, oh my God. But, like, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm, okay, this is the first step. Let's let's work, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's, let's actually interact and, you know, how many times a person has followed me just unfollows the next day type situation. So, you know, I'm trying to t- work and, like, actually build a relationship. So... The next day he's on live, so I joined his live and like he adds me and it's like literally on the live was like, bro, come to my crib, like that's work. The next day I pulled up to his house and we just like been friends ever since. Almost forgot. So this is this is the 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 funny part about the whole situation. The the post that he found me on on Instagram was Manny's post. Eventually he tagged along and then we was like, you know that post that you sent me, that was him. And then all the dots started connecting and then yeah, ever since then it's just like just twins. So what what is it that you find like interesting or enjoyable about collaborating and working with Super? How do you guys have like synergy in the studio or or something like that? I'd say because he's just a genuine person. The main thing that you'll get from Freddie is honesty. Whether it's good like or bad, like if it's just like yeah, this shit sucks. If he's saying that your shit is good, then your shit is good. He has very con- good constructive criticism. Definitely not a yes man. I wouldn't really say that line. I'd I'd say this or I'd flip this or he um, gives you honest feedback yeah. and you're able to just make the song yeah, better. Exactly. How his creative process is so interesting. Like he'll like he'll hear a beat and be like, All right, load it up right now and he means that shit. It's not like, All right, load it up right now, let me roll up, get a drink, do this dude like he means that, like load it up right now and then he'll just turn on the auto tune, throw up an idea on the mic, hear it, do a little writing, thirty minutes later you'll just hear some hard ass shit and you're just like what how the fuck did this happen or like he'll sit there and you'll be making the beat and you won't even notice and then he got a whole verse written to the song and you're just like what like when did this happen most people they come in all right all right i have the beat have my 16 written i'm gonna say it all in one take and then i'll do one take of ad-libs and then the song is done i never forget we're we're recording uh my song prada store i'm sitting there just like not really getting it. I'm like, oh, let's go to the Prada store. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Let's go to the Prada store. He's like, when you say it, like, don't say it. Like, sing it. Like, express yourself. Like, you really are going to the Prada store. You want people to feel <laughs> you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Live the music. And, right. and, you know, that's what he does. Like, when he's singing, he really be singing. He really be feeling that shit. Just, that's just what it is. One thing I want to touch on, if I only have one or two things left, is that you guys are very good at 
moving in silence. <laughs> and a lot of people, including myself, have had phases of post my life, uh, my whole life, so everybody can know that I'm up to cool things. In a good amount, in some way, from you guys, I've learned like there's no reason for that. Honestly, me personally, I've just never been too sociable of a person, to be honest. Aside from that, I think that no one can really fuck stuff up for you if you don't tell them. The only person that can mess up an opportunity for you is yourself because no one else knows what's going on. No kizzy. Also, one of the reasons I, I used to do it subconsciously, people won't treat you different. But all that shit went out the window after I posted the Summer Smash Flyer. So it's all it's all OVA now anyway. But um, two of the main reasons I did it. I just never felt like it was necessary, honestly. For me, it just all comes down to, like, I never saw the reason. I'm not going to brag on anything I'm doing. You're going to see it. Like, it's going to come to fruition, and you're going to see it eventually. So why, you know what I'm saying? You might also jinx yourself, too. Like, I hate talking about stuff that's coming down the pipeline. You know? What if it doesn't happen? Then exactly. you look crazy. For example, right? I don't know if this is true. Obviously, this is all speculation that I heard on the fucking internet. You know that song, God's Plan? By Drake. Yeah, <laughs> Trippy was supposed to be on that song, apparently. Um, but his DJ played the played the the reference at the club, and then now he's not on the song. F the opportunity got fucked up because it couldn't it couldn't stay a, a private thing until it was time. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's just an example. If that is true, that's one example of what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? You could really mess up opportunities for yourself by being too hype about it. I don't do the social media because it's just too tedious, to be honest. Like. Before I would post all the time, like beats up, beats up, beats up. Um, and if you notice, I don't, I haven't posted in a while, but I'm moving like a motherfucker, <laughs> you know, because mm -hmm. Instagram takes up too much, too much time. Like I'd be on Instagram just like mindlessly scrolling sometimes. Like I literally have a one hour timer for my Instagram. Like past that hour, I just try to not be on it because like there's no point. You gotta like keep in mind what you're doing it for. Mm -hmm. For no reason other than so you can know that I'm doing something. Are you doing something? People are competing against each other and they're not competing against themselves, which is why they post so much. I hate them them um I'm up right now. What the fuck are you doing, ass people? Or big artists, they don't post them in a studio every day. Like uh -uh. occasionally you'll get a video, occasionally you'll get a picture or something, but you already know that's what they're doing. Like why do they need to tell you that every day? Why do they need to sh put that in your face every mm -hmm, day? Mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much for coming on to the Do Good Podcast. Very happy that I got to have this conversation with you guys because you're my brothers. Of course. And, uh, I'm glad that we got to come out thank here you for and having just us. Talk, uh, talk about stuff. You want to drop your social ads or you want to – how can uh, people contact you? Yeah, um, my ads on anything. If I'm on there, my ads going to be at Golden Boy Manny with no A. So Golden Boy M-N-N-Y. You can follow me on Instagram and – uh, YouTube, I'm on Instagram, I'm at prodra, at P-R-O-D dot R-A, and then on YouTube, I'm Raw Beats. Yeah, go stream Bet On Me, go watch the cadet video. Stream, I need help on Bet On Me, please, thank you.